0: Welcome to Metal Injections, the Squared Circle Pit. Today's
1: special guest, Hannah from Mentor. And your host, Rob
0: Bunny.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of the Squared Circle Pit. I am your host, Rob, at Rob Injection on all the social medias. And uh, kind of bummed, you know. Yesterday, we learned about the sudden death of China uh, from the Attitude Era, and I was a huge fan of China in the late 90s when she was in DX, and it was really hard to see her decline in the 2000s. You know, and like, be, it was a bummer how you know because of the whole drama with Triple H and Stephanie, how she was sort of shunned, but. I'm sure it wasn't just that. I'm sure I feel like at the end of her run, she was kind of getting a big head and she didn't want to wrestle with the women. So they were like, you know what? We don't want to deal with you. And I'm sure the the backstage drama uh, didn't help as well. For for those of you not clued into the backstage drama, China was dating Triple H in, in real life, you know, out of kayfabe. And then uh, while in storyline, Triple H was aligned with Stephanie McMahon, they eventually started dating behind China's back and uh, apparently China didn't know about it, even though people in the locker room knew about it. And then once she did know about it, once Triple H broke up with her, it kind of got awkward between them as I'm sure it would. And uh, then eventually she kind of got excommunicated and she was uh, out of the public eye until about a year ago when Triple H was on the Steve Austin podcast. And Steve Austin asked if China would ever be in the Hall of Fame, something I feel she definitely deserved because, uh, well, you know, China was the first woman to ever be like a tough, tough woman. Like, not just, you know, in the 90s, they had like Sable and Sunny and all these women who were like bikini models, weren't really wrestlers. China could actually kick some ass. And she was so cool. I remember being such a mark for her because it was just great to see, you know, a woman in there. Kicking ass and one of my favorite moments from the Attitude Era was when they had the Battle Royal to determine who would be number 30 in the Royal Rumble. Uh, I believe it was 99. It was the year that Vince McMahon won. Uh, It was right before WrestleMania 15. And Vince McMahon thinks he's won the Rumble and then all of a sudden, because it was the Corporation versus DX. That was the thing and the winner would be number 30 in the in the Royal Rumble and then Vince McMahon thinks he has the whole thing won and then I don't know where it comes China cuz she's in DX and she wins the whole thing and she gets to be the first woman to ever be in the Royal Rumble and another amazing match that China had and again it's this isn't like a wrestling classic but uh <clears throat> an amazing match that she had was her against uh, Gerald Briscoe and Pat Patterson go out of your way to see this because it is one of the most hilarious matches one of the best attitude ever moments and the highlight of the match was you know these two old men trying to beat up this woman and she's so much tougher than them she's like throwing them all around and then Pat Patterson's like oh I have an idea and, and he signals to the crowd and all of a sudden he low blows China and then she just like she's like what was that supposed to hurt me and then she like clobbers him and it was amazing. It was great. So anyway, so uh, Steve Austin asked Triple H if China would ever be in the Hall of Fame, and he was like, you know, obviously she was a very legendary performer. But he said something along the lines of, you know, if my kid went to search for China on the internet, he would find things that wouldn't be very you wouldn't want a kid to find. And he was referencing her her, her history in like hardcore pornography. And I at the time I thought this was such a, a silly reason. Because, you know, Sonny is in the Hall of Fame, and she's done quite a bit of porn. And there's been guys in the Hall of Fame that are, like, on trial for murder, like Jimmy Snuka, or racists like Hulk Hogan. So, like, I, I didn't really think that that was a reason not to keep China in the Hall of Fame. And it's a bummer that she's not going to get the recognition she deserved until after she died. Like, all of these tributes coming in, and I'm sure it would have helped her a lot. And... She just seemed like like a lost soul and somebody that needed some help. So it's it's just a sad thing. But anyway, I don't I don't want to I don't want to harken on sadness. I've been ranting now for a good four minutes. So let's get to this week's guest. And fun fact: this is actually the first interview I ever did for Square Circle Pit. I did this about two months ago, and this was kind of like a test run for me to see if I could even have a podcast where I talk to a metal musician about pro wrestling. And my first guest was Jano uh, from Mantar. And Mantar, I mean, I thought, what, what a great guest. Because, of course, in the in the mid-90s, there was a wrestling gimmick in WWE, WWF at the time called Mantar. So I thought that was a fun connection. And Hano is from Germany. And it's, what's fascinating about it is, you know, Hano does not follow pro wrestling now. So we didn't really talk about anything current. We talked about stuff from the... Uh, late 80s early 90s because that's when he watched when he was a kid and it's so fascinating to me to hear how a German person interpreted WWF pro wrestling at the time as essentially a representation of American culture and how he learned about American culture and if, if you know if you're running long time just do me a favor stick around until the point where Hano describes Lex Luger power slamming yokozuna because his reimagining of it retelling of it is one of my favorite moments in the short history of doing this podcast so enough yapping for me here's yano and me talking pro wrestling it's the squared circle pit rob here with hano from mantar that's correct all the way from germany Hello there. And this is a very I'm very excited because of course Mantar is one of the great legends of early nineties WWF.
2: It's written a little bit different as far as I'm Yeah, there's it. a
1: there's an additional U. You, you That's guys just true. M-A-N-T-A-R. He has a U T A U R. But because of that, I figured what better second guest for the show? And it's really interesting to me that you know you you lived in Germany and, and you told me before that you were only into early 90s WWF. Is that correct?
2: That's totally correct. Like the golden era between 90 yeah, maybe nine ninety ninety 90 till 94. That's my mm-hmm. thing. And then, Go-
1: and so like that's kind of like when you were a kid, yeah, and pretty when you were much watching it on TV. And it was on TV in Germany,
2: it was on TV, but it was pretty like uh, pretty late at night, uh-huh. so I couldn't see it. Uh, like every time so i gotta back my dad to videotape it back in the days mm-hmm. and my my parents like literally hated it you mm-hmm. know they were like you know we're you know we're not like a, like a working class family you know where like wrestling is like daily business or something <laughs> it's yeah, just yeah. like you know they just thought it's too violent for kids they and didn't get it yeah. they didn't get it that's the thing they just thought, thought it's stupid and it's yeah. obviously it's not stupid yeah it's fucking genius but they did not get that <laughs> So okay, so who's your favorite favorite
1: wrestler? That's my first.
2: Dude, they're they're a couple, but I think like when it comes to like uh, 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 the 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 moves, and uh, uh, like the overall fitness, and of course like the the whole image, I think it's Teddy Biasi, the Million Dollar Man. I oh, mean, and you're love, wearing a million. Yeah, dollar I man know. Shirt. Bob gave that to me, and I fucking love that dude. <laughs> because I, even as a kid, I was very impressed by his arrogant way. And when you're a kid, I mean, we all know that wrestling is real. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> sure. when you're, I, I really thought that is like literally like a super rich person, and all super rich persons in the United States look like that. Yeah.
1: Oh, fair enough. Oh, right. So that's what's interesting to me is because like WWF back then and, and even now, like they always kind of sell American patriotism oh, like, yeah. or like nationalism. Mm hmm. Like the, like, for example, you were telling like we were talking about Lex Luger, who, Big time. Hey, who was just Fucking all Mister C- America. So like, as a German watching it, like, did that? Did you like? Did that make it any better or worse? Like, did you care that Dude, Lex Luger is representing we America? We loved that.
2: Of course, yeah. it was like the the heydays of all the American blockbusters. Like, and every movie had like a Russian supervillain in it. So it was. Gu- completely clear that the yeah. american guys were the good guys even it would buy like karate tiger or uh, american fighter or what even like the she b to c movies were all about patriotism and and national, nationalism how you say yeah nationalism yeah right yeah. and uh i totally fucking loved it like uh, usa usa Hexaw, jim duggan <laughs> Dude, we we yelled that on the on the fucking playground all the time. We we didn't think about that as a national thing to do. Right. Just like, but the everything we loved came from the United States, of course. I mean, I'm not from from Russia or something, but of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. Uh, like Western Germany was very very Ill- influenced, like every other Western country too, by American pop culture. And yeah. wrestling is one thing of it. Skateboards, all bands are like from the United States. So of course, fucking Vanilla Ice. I loved that dude when I was a kid. So. Uh, of course we we, we, th- we thought it rules. Yeah. That's
1: cr- that's awesome. So yeah,
2: Lex Lugo, what, what a prank. you were all
1: about you didn't like Lex Luger. How do you feel about it? Dude, Lex Luger?
2: I mean back in the days, I'm super ashamed of it, but back in the days it was next to Teddy DiBiase, probably my, my favorite. Like <laughs> due to the muzzles and his haircut was fucking awesome. It was like a straight mullet and it was like that's a fucking super honestly good haircut. And I totally wa- <laughs> I, dude, and I totally wanted to have that. It's it's totally true. And, right, like and he was nowadays, like, yeah. when I see that, he's just a cunt. Seriously, he's a piece of shit.
1: <laughs> wow, wow, yeah. Well,
2: can I, I say that? Yeah, I can you say You can say whatever okay, you want. That's good. Uh, oh, wait, wait, we're in America, right? I yeah, can Well, whatever. this is the internet, so. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah,
1: that's funny. Well, you know, uh, he's a piece of shit because he's partially responsible for the death of Miss Elizabeth, right? That's why. Or, or is there another reason why you think he's a piece of piece of shit? I don't
2: know. I, I, just don't like his the way he talks anymore and stuff like that. Oh, have you
1: seen him lately? He looks so like frail. He had a he had a big stroke. He had
2: a stroke. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And the last thing I saw, he was trying in, in the internet. I think it was Lex Luger. He's like a super Republican now, right? With like a, I know he's like religious. I don't know about the Republicans. Okay, stuff, but but I you... hope not to mix things up right here. But or are I, you thinking Ric Flair? No. No, no. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Lex Luger. So, and, wait, wh- wh- and he, he has mean? like a pretty shitty homepage as far as I remember, <laughs> and the last time I visited that homepage, he was like desperately trying to get rid of things out of his gym to make some money. Oh, wow. And then again, I like that. Desperate people fucking rule. <laughs> Especially <laughs> when you're an old-fashioned wrestler. You like, you
1: like yeah, right. We were talking about beyond the mat and uh, yeah. The injuries that that happen with the knees and everything mm-hmm. how
2: and obviously with the brains
1: Oh, uh, and uh, and of course Jake the snake roberts with the crack cocaine
0: yeah
2: i mean it's it's alright i mean
1: we all have our demons don't we <laughs> well now he's sober i don't know if you you you've kept up but like diamond dallas page mm-hmm. he does a yoga is a yoga system
2: i mean you you easily can't do yoga on math man <laughs> <laughs> no, no 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 he's sober
1: now Thanks to DDP, okay. And, like it's this whole thing they have, they filmed a movie actually called The Resurrection of Okay, I haven't Jake seen that. Nope. got nope. Check that out. So, all right. So you like Million Dollar Man? You liked yes, I do. Lex Luger. I totally like Lex Luger. Um, what about like The Undertaker? I think The Undertaker is like a pretty oh, metal dude. dude. The, the
2: Undertaker was like a hero, but then again, for the same reasons for you t- took that thing back in the days very serious, it was of course a scary dude when you were a kid right you know and the undertaker he went through phases uh sometimes some years he was like a villain the bad guy and then he turned into a good guy and then he turned bad again as far as i remember yeah and you know i always like completely i didn't have uh uh, my own opinion about things i totally like got the whole gimmick and when said okay the undertaker like he's a bad dude right now i hated him and if the television told me wow he turned into some good guy i loved him like he, he dude we, followed we, along with the narrative whatever they were t- however they absolutely tell you. man yeah. I, I just like accept the whole entertainment package yeah
1: yeah, yeah yeah so like what shows would you watch like you said it was only would you be watching raw or Superstar that or? Monday
2: Night Raw how did yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah that that was going on and dude I think like we had that like every week only once a week we had wrestling on TV like yeah. for an hour Mm -hmm. And pretty late at night on a pretty shitty TV station actually and uh, I think it was like cut together material from mostly Monday Night Raw as I remember. And then again there was like every couple of months there of course were SummerSlam going on all like these big events. And that one like was like I was allowed to videotape that because that was late at night. And I couldn't stay up that long to watch that.
1: Right. Those are on like one or two in the morning in Germany, right? Or, something e- or like
2: no, even later. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because
1: yeah, 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 it's
2: live. But I still have the old videotapes.
1: Well, what are some of your favorite events? Like, what are your favorite For events?
2: For me, like, the thing, I hope I, I don't say something wrong right now, but WrestleMania 10 was in March 1994. Could that be possible? I yeah. just I just turned twelve, mm-hmm. and that was like kind At of the Square end. Garden, right? Yeah, that was kind of the end for me. Where I've been totally fanboy and totally mm-hmm. into it, but I remember it pretty good.
1: Yeah. So there were some awesome matches on wrestling. The, f- the opening a, match.
2: That was a ladder match.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, with uh, Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon. The and f- there were like the Bret
2: the Hitman Hart uh, fighting his brother.
1: Yeah, that was my
2: favorite match. And that, the opening match. Winning, yeah. The Rocket.
1: Yeah, I really liked Owen Hart. I, I, I liked the
2: Rocket way, uh, Owen Hart, a uh, long time I liked him way better than the Brit, uh, uh, the Hit Bret Man. Hart. Yeah. Well, he was a more uh, high-flying wrestler, I thought. He yeah, he was like way more old-fashioned. He was a sports dude. You know, he was not that big about a showman. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, I
1: feel like he was more of a showman than, like, Bret Hart would be the one that was doing, like, submissions and, and wouldn't really, like, whereas Owen Hart would be doing stuff off the top rope. He had the I'm talking about more
2: like how how like Bret Hart came into the ring, like turning, uh, uh, putting down his sunglasses, put him put them on on a Mm. kid's face, and all this big show around it. You know,
1: right,
2: right, I see. Well, he he's like uh, uh, from one family with the British Bulldog, right? Well, uh, the British Bulldog married his sister. His sister, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I hated the British Bulldog because I always hated British people. (laughs) <laughs> what's your problem with british people dude i'm just kidding i'm exaggerating i just but I, just british bulldog i didn't just mean. didn't like him because probably just because he wasn't like in u.s dude
0: you're know? <laughs> you all about the u.s dude of like, course i'm
2: I just going to be honest with you that was the thing back in the days when i was a kid every band i liked Came from the United States, and uh, wrestling was a U.S. thing for me. American sports were huge. Like, got my first Michael Jordan sneakers and stuff like that. You know. Uh-huh.
1: So you were a big basketball fan as well.
2: No, not at all. But I like I liked, just I Ford liked Ford. Uh, sneakers. <laughs> but you know, who, I, did, I, who didn't at that age? Yeah, I got them secondhand because they were too expensive, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From like older brothers or cousins and stuff like that. No, I just didn't like the whole character of the British Bulldog. I didn't like his style. I just didn't like his wrestling style. Yeah. That what was about open. Doink? How do you feel about Doink? Man, <laughs> I think uh, that's like, uh, I hated that dude. Seriously. Why, why did you hate Doink? Because I hate clowns. Literally, I hate clowns <laughs> from, from, from my guts. I really hate, I, I, I would bit on a clown right now if, if, if a clown would be in this room i probably would set it on fire i hate clowns and they scare me I, i'm gonna be honest with you they scare me and i don't like clowns and i hated this what a doink and dink or something like that yeah, yeah, his, yeah his little side yeah. his, mi- well, like, his little person. the small sorry. people yes,
0: right sorry
1: uh yeah probably like that uh well there was that survivor series they have where weird wink and pink
2: yeah that was like a four versus jerry
1: lawler team. and uh <laughs> wheezy sleazy and
2: i i Lisa only I remember know. the gang of the clowns i didn't yeah. like
1: them no nope. you weren't into the clowns no
2: and i think like even as a kid i i found it was good to have going around to get his ass kicked from time to time <laughs> but but uh, but to be honest i i just thought even as a kid it's a stupid character yeah. i didn't accept them as a showman I didn't accept him as a as a uh, wrestler, as a sportsman. Yeah. I just accepted him as as like uh, as a victim in the whole thing, <laughs> you know. But sometimes he he won, and I hated that. Ruined the night for me.
1: I see. Yeah, I no. really don't like that guy, man. Well, good thing he didn't get too far. No. Uh, Dude, I, d-
2: are there any pictures of the first original Doink unmasked?
1: Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, how, he passed away. He had a bit of a did, drug always, addiction. Yeah. Oh, surprise. Uh, I'll have to. i show you this clip. Actually, it was really cool when he went to ECW. kind of did this whole dark clown thing where yeah. he, he yeah. was actually half out of the Doink makeup and half in it. And he was just like more of this just crazy person. Mm. <laughs> it was, a, it was a pretty interesting thing. But... Assuming you did. did you ever go to a, a wrestling show? Have yeah. you ever been
2: once in my life, but mm. it was a local German wrestling show. Okay. Actually, like show wrestling had a had a pretty like had a there were heydays in Germany when that was a thing, like in the early eighties I assume. I don't want to say anything wrong right now, but we had like pretty famous wrestling like like Otto Wanst. Uh-huh. That was like the, the f- most famous wrestler. And it was a a, a mix out of like modern show wrestling and old fashioned wrestling, you know? Right,
1: right. Like locking up and uh, uh, absolutely like there was
2: like I mean for a reason, like uh G- Germany has like a big tradition in like uh, real old school sports wrestling. I mean they're like they're for like when you see like the trick, the German suplex, you know what it yeah, is? Of course. Of course it was a very technical thing as yeah. far as I remember and that's like totally related and referring to old school German Art of wrestling, you know, that it yeah. to- totally makes sense to have a suplex called a German suplex. Yeah, yeah, it's a big move. Uh, yeah.
1: So, t- what was the name of the federation that you you went to see this wrestling show? Do you I remember? can't tell, I don't or know any of the wrestlers or
2: dude. I, I, I you probably remember. you don't know any of them, well, it's that's just, fine, it's just local guys. I, I no, only don't remember, remember Otto Vance. So, what was, it, what was it like
1: seeing it in person, like compared to watching it on TV? It was just
2: lame as fuck. <laughs> because it wasn't as good they didn't have like the songs and uh, they didn't have uh the gimmicks they didn't nah it, yeah. and nobody gave a fuck if it was like me with like 250 people watching it or something right. and it wasn't like a cool underground thing it just was very desperate
1: yeah well like if you think about it if you compare it to music it's like wwf or wb now is like seeing kiss and then that was like seeing a DIY show at like. And the that's local the thing,
2: you know. Still area. till today, I care, care way more about ACDC than I do like for right, DIY yeah. punk squads. Even though I have a big DIY background, but you know. Yeah, the big AC/DC, AC/DC are pretty, pretty much unfuckable, yeah. and Don't that's unfuckwithable. The,
1: no, yeah, they're very fuckable. I feel like <laughs> plenty of people would fuck. I mean, I wouldn't fuck them, but Unfuck unfuckwithable. Some
2: people would. Oh yeah, that's probably and true. And some,
1: a lot of people did. That's probably true, too. (laughs) Or they... Man, even though
2: Malcolm uh, Malcolm Young is a midget, too, though.
1: uh, He he plays guitar. Maybe it
2: was Doink or Dink back in the (laughs) days. Angus Young or Malcolm Young was was Dink. Dink and Doink.
1: I believe it, and then Angus was maybe Doink. Let's just
2: spread the rumor. But that's a a good uh, 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 comparison, because it was like, you know... We loved that when the soundtracks came out, the WWF uh, WrestleMania soundtrack oh, with, yes. with the fucking nasty boys singing and stuff like that yes. That was so good. Yeah, from the tower of power, funky like a monkey, ooh yeah, so good, and all the synthesizers and the program programmed uh, digital drums, I love, like
1: yeah, so I love, good. So WrestleMania the album you mean, right? WrestleMania yeah. <laughs> so Pop it up, pop it up, yeah. right? Like that's yeah. like real
2: good music. Yeah, for sure,
1: sure. Uh and then uh I don't know if like for the Raw theme in like the late nineties, they hired Scott Ian and like a bunch of these other session guys. I'm already been out to to of WrestleMania. Yeah, like so what made you get over it? When were you like <clears throat> what made you stop
2: being into it? i don't know i can't even tell to to be honest i think i didn't like the new characters who showed up mm-hmm. even my like the one who showed up like in 93 94 ish in the mainstream like characters like A- A- atom bomb Adam yeah bomb, atom bomb or crush yeah, that was for me like. I, well, I that was
1: actually now that you say it, that was like the worst W W F ever. Been. I agree. It was it point. was the
2: end of the heydays, the end yeah. of the golden era. Once Hulk Hogan left, it was just yeah, like. kind of. And and uh, I thought that was just lame, sheep characters. I yeah. didn't like them. I like the old fashioned, as you said, the underground, uh, uh, Undertaker, yeah. um, Yokozuna, and old school wrestler like Papa Django.
1: Papa Shango? Papa Shango, right. How did you feel when, like, Papa Shango did that thing with Ultimate Warrior where he made Ultimate Warrior bleed from his scalp?
2: <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. I was When I was re- to- uh, talking about uh, Lex Luger trying yeah. to sell his stuff, it was the Ultimate Warrior trying to sell his gym stuff.
1: Oh, I saw that. Yes. the Ultimate Warrior is the piece of shit.
2: Uh, no. Well, he's dead now. No, yeah, I know.
1: But it's okay. You could speak to, of him. The
2: Ultimate Warrior... I loved them as a kid. Yeah. I uh, loved him as a kid a lot. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I loved the moments when he like completely uh, uh, went, went mental in the ring. <laughs> when he was like about to lose and then, no, I ain't gonna accept that. And starting <laughs> to jump around and, and jump in circles and shit. I really like that.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, that was basically all the Ultimate Warrior could do. And like he had really cool When he was like, nah, with, uh, with the, the robes, ropes, shaking yeah. the robes. Yeah. He was pretty metal. He,
2: he was pretty metal in a good way.
1: Yeah. Who, who who else? Let's see. Who, who are some other... Uh, Yeah, met- of course,
2: the Million Dollar Man. Um, <laughs> dude, another guy, a super lame-ass guy I really liked back then because he has pretty much my size when I was 12 with a fucked up one two three kid. Oh, yeah. because that guy? Yeah, did right. porn later, right?
1: He did one with China, which was yep. very disturbing. I
2: haven't seen it. It's for the best. Yeah, okay.
1: I mean, it's like kind of watching like a National Geographic yeah. show. It's not really...
2: Can't really call it
1: porn. <laughs> it's more like a science experiment. And I
2: really like the old school classic tag teams like the Bushwakers. Yeah. And what's the Samoan guys? Um uh, the head shrinkers. Uh maybe.
1: Samu and Fatu, or uh,
2: oh, and of course like the Nasty Boys yeah and I like the like the for me the real heydays were when Repo Man was around IRS IRS That's is probably nice. my favorite next well, to next to the Million Dollar Man
1: and they were a tag team Money yep. Inc yep former tag team champions
2: I never liked Razor Ramon really nah, no, no Razor Ramon's him. one of
1: my favorites why didn't you like Razor Ramon I
2: just I just I just thought he's stupid I didn't like him <laughs> Sorry for that. Too I mean, much hair? It's fine, I'm not offended. Too much grease in his hair. Too that much was grease. the thing. You yeah. know, it was not proud hair like Lex Luger had. It was like all <laughs> greased up and fucked up. <laughs> yeah, Get I didn't up. like an eh chico. That's what he always said, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah the,
1: Say hello to the bad guy.
2: Yeah, and, and chewing on a toothpick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's a good image. You know what? He had like a very thin gold chain, the same I'm wearing. Yeah. That's a
1: good thing, though. Yeah, so you you, know. you could relate to him a little bit. Yeah, His sure. was a little bigger, though. No offense. That's true.
2: <laughs> Re- Repo Man was awesome. What about
1: Ludwig Borga? Uh, that's like kind of a, a Eastern or Western European, I don't know, somewhere in the Europe.
2: That's a pretty old school one, right? Yeah, well, he
1: feuded with Lex Luger. I don't know if you remember. They had that feud where he was like beating up Luger.
2: <sighs> oh, man, then I hate them. <laughs> yeah, you were
1: in it. So let's talk about Lex Luger versus Yokozuna. Did you see the uh, slam heard around the world on July the 4th? on the USS Intrepid I and they had the Power did. Slam contest. I totally
2: did, and I loved it. And, I mean, we all know that Lex Luger nailed that thing.
1: Right. So, But, like, ju- just, like, first, Hacksaw Jim Duggan tried. Yeah. Some, like, football player tried. Nobody could do it. Even a
2: basketball player, like, yeah, a huge yeah. guy, really, really huge tried it. And then, in the end, like, everybody was about to give up, and people were very uh, disappointed. And um, Mr. F- Mr. Fuji what was Fuji his? Mr. Fuji, Fuji right He was already like totally uh, 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 that nobody can not slam Yokozuna <laughs> Yeah and everyone <laughs> was like boy, And boy. then in way back in the blue sky of proud America <laughs> came up like a star-sprangled banner uh 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 helicopter just I- Out out of the sky. Eagles orgasming. Yeah, absolutely. It was Eagles. And of course, it was the F-16s flying through (laughs) the air. And everybody was chanting USA, USA because people had a feeling who would come out of that helicopter. It was, of course, Lex Luger. (laughs) And he went to the uh, to to the, uh, the ring. Um, to yeah. the ring, and then he got into the ring, and the people were fucking going apeshit crazy. Were you going apeshit? Were you? Of into, course, you, man, like, dude! I was fucking shit? pissing my pants, and was so intense, I didn't know what to think. I was scared and aroused. It was just fucking awesome, everything, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then. And then he got into the ring and as far as I remember he got like very close to Yokozuna like face to face and put and, and said something to him or something like that Yeah. and then he 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 whipped him into the ropes right 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 and then he got him and slammed him and he, everybody went yeah. crazy but most crazy like Alex Luger he freaked out he, he jumped did up. He, he did the he did the ultimate warrior dance oh, he yeah, was he totally shook the ropes. freaking out yeah, right. and he he looked so good he was like he lo- <laughs> he, he he looked he looked like the fucking Hulk, like yeah. the Incredible Hulk. Right, yeah, yeah. He, he was like bare chested, super tanned, just yeah. a super super skinny, uh, like a super yeah, yeah, uh, necklace, a, a, necklace arm, yeah. a gold gold necklace, and uh, but a super tight blue jeans. Yeah. you know it was like it was not a ho- homo- like, no, it was no, not like, erotic that's, a man. That, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I to be honest that's what I thought man yeah. it's not erotic or something no, no, maybe t- it is I don't know man I mean, look I'm
1: not Freud <laughs> I'm not here to analyze okay your thing but i get what you're saying it was just like a representation of like masculinity and his
2: mullet was flying in the wind (laughs) and the (laughs) eagles were soaring the eagle sounds and the helicopter and the american flags everywhere and all the kids were crying and stuff like that i don't know man how many kids were born american kids were born (laughs) that day called lex (laughs) <laughs> Which is probably the fuck, fucking best name ever Man, I hated my parents for not being called Lex, man You should change your name to Lex legally That's a good idea I man. like how earlier in the
1: show we started talking And you were like, Lex Luger's a real piece of shit But like, now you like, said,
2: I love Lex That's such a great you name You know, I want to hate him That's the fucking truth But the truth is I love him I want to hate well, him I so, can't do
1: so, Okay, so then Lex Luger went on to SummerSlam to face Yo Kazuna. Did you watch that? Match, SummerSlam, I believe, 93, I guess, right? That was
2: SummerSlam... uh 92? 92, 92 I, uh, No, it, it got to be later than 92. It has to be 93, because yeah. if the WrestleMania I'm, was in 94, it was I'm the SummerSlam I'm pretty sure it was right na- 93. I am sure yeah. I saw that, yeah.
1: Yeah, so, and then you remember what happened, though. Uh, Lex Luger gives him the forearm. Oh, he and has, he was disqualified or something? He was counted out, because uh. uh, or Yokozuna fell out of the ring and he got counted out. Mm-hmm. And Lex Luger celebrated like he won, like they had the balloons falling. Yeah. And it was like,
2: wait a minute, you lost, you didn't get the title. Like, what are you celebrating? Okay, I remember that. But that, of course, was a sad day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then,
1: and then because of, then after that was Yokozuna faced The Undertaker in a casket match Mm -hmm. at Survivor Series. Did you watch that? I did. Uh, and and how did you feel? Or was that Royal Rumble? No, that was Royal Rumble.
2: I I don't know what uh a uh, tournament it was, but yeah, I it was remember at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, did, so did 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 Yokozuna had like this huge uh uh casket? How you say? Yeah.
1: So Undertaker built a like a giant coffin. Yeah. To fit Yokozuna because Yokozuna was built uh, build as being like six hundred pounds or whatever. Yeah. So exactly. Undertaker he's built dead a too, right? One. Isn't yeah. It? He's just, dead Okay. Now. Sorry. Just off he's the been topic. dead for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like for like over ten years now. Uh, and then so, what happened was Yokozuna got all the other bad guys, if you remember, to come out mm-hmm. and beat up the Undertaker and throw him in. And how did you feel
2: when you saw the Undertaker? That was a period when the Undertaker was a good guy, right? Yeah. I feel bad, of course. Right, man. Yeah. What do you think? How I felt? Well,
1: then you then when he was on the screen, I remember at the time being like, "This is the coolest thing ever." When he was on the screen, and then like he was like floating off of the screen, and then in real life. Above the screen, he was showing up or whatever. They had, like, that puppet.
2: But wasn't he already in the... How you, he was in the casket. And then the best scene, yeah. when when they celebrated, and then he got up again. Right? Didn't he? No, no. He got up. He was on the
1: screen. Okay. Yeah, right. They had the inside the camera in the coffin Yeah. The screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he emerged from the screen. It was scary. It was ridiculous.
2: Yeah, I mean... That's probably my favorite matches where have th- where they had a lot of gimmicks and stuff like yeah, that. You, you like know, all that like stuff. cage, cage, uh Steel cage matches. Absolutely, yeah. ladder matches. Yeah, and uh, stuff like that. I really liked it. Or like uh, as we said before, like my favorite tournaments. I say tournament. Yeah, was like Battle Royale, Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. King of the Ring, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Which year was King of the Ring where? Uh, um, Wow, what's the king? Not the not the king of the ring, but the Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler Lawler won, which oh he never that. won, didn't um, he? No,
1: Bret Hart won the first year, I believe, in '93, and then Jerry How's Lawler attacked tr- him. Oh. He beat him up, and then they had a kiss my foot match. Oh, ho, ho,
2: ho, ho. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, how did
1: you feel about the kiss my foot match? I, I was a little grossed out by it at the time.
2: I remember. Yeah, it's a little too far out. I didn't like that idea. Yeah. No, yeah. I didn't think I wanted to punch the, the, themselves in the face, and didn't want to like lick their feet. <laughs> yeah, and getting like weird and kinky. That's. <laughs> what about Bob Backlund? What did you think about? Remember
1: when he came back? Uh, no. You don't remember? No, no, I don't remember. So who were some of your other favorite wrestlers? How would you feel about Shawn Michaels? He's a pretty good glam rock. like him.
2: He's my favorite wrestler. I I totally liked him. Yeah. Yeah. So you like Razor Ramon too, don't you? Yeah. Do you like him due to to Shawn Michaels? Well, I kind of like him.
1: uh, I kind of liked him a lot more when he went to WCW with Scott Hall just because of his attitude or whatever. But Shawn Michaels was always my favorite wrestler. Like at that time... Shawn Michaels is my favorite because he was just the best wrestler, I thought. Like And he was could... sexy as fuck. Well, sure. Fly. Yeah.
2: Fly as fuck.
1: <laughs> he was the essence of masculinity. I to mean, me. he really did have, like, <laughs> on, on,
2: on his leather jacket, he had all the hearts on the back. Yeah, right? he was the
1: heartbreak kid. That was his that was his game. Yeah, I thought he looked the coolest for sure. He had the coolest outfits. He had his
2: buddy Diesel. Dude, and he was so good, like from third rope. Like with all yeah, the, yeah, really the like top rope moves, the yeah. top rope moves. He was probably the for, for a certain good period of time. He was like probably the best flying yeah. wrestler
1: when, when it comes
2: to top rope uh, rope moves.
1: And I have to say, he never got shitty. He was always great. Like up until he retired. Yep. So uh, so let's see. So some ladder matches. You like like the Razor Ramon Shawn Michaels ladder match? Do you ever see the ladder matches between Shawn Michaels
2: and Bret Hart? uh i'm pretty yeah, sure different. i did but yeah. i remember the razor ramon one with mm-hmm. Shawn michaels better yeah that was uh, wrestlemania 10 too as far as yeah I know. so see
1: so like you kind of uh did you watch when like hulk hogan was around absolutely it's uh, sad yeah.
2: that was more the time of repo man irs kind of yeah, yeah, that yeah. was like for me i'm talking only for my fascination about yeah. uh, uh, uh wrestling that was like the first wave when i got into it being like mm-hmm. eight years nine years old yeah. like 1990 1991 yeah and then in 1993, 1994, things got a little worse with, like I said, characters as like Adam Bomb and uh, Crush and Doink and bullshit like that. Yeah. And so, like, how did you get Probably into it? Probably Doink ended my... Doink best- ruined it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, how did you... Do you remember how you first got into it? Like, did your friend show it to you?
2: I can't... I, I exactly know what happened. I went to a flea market. uh uh-huh. And uh, a friend, my my sister's two years older than me, and she, she went in to, to to school with a guy who sold all this ho- his whole collection of uh, wrestling trading cards, mm-hmm. you know. The yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I had this whole package of trading cards before I even n- knew what wrestling is. Yeah. I just thought, saw the characters, the dudes. And so I went, whatever it is, it's got to be the greatest thing ever. They have the coolest name, the coolest outfit, whatever it is. And it was like pretty much a year before I ever saw a real wrestling match on TV. And of course, I was sold in a second. Mm-hmm. I loved it. But I totally remember t- having these. T- uh, I, st- I, st- I think I still have them somewhere. That's it awesome. was like still like with Virgil, for example. Yeah, Like yeah. Virgil had, I had a trading card with Virgil and really old school people. Did you ever meet
1: any wrestlers in person, like at this autograph signing or something like that? Let or? me think. I don't
2: think I did. No, 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 no. It's. I mean, it's probably a, like a very common thing to, to meet them over here in the States. Yeah, I guess. Because yeah, most of them just broke and sick. And some, you meet them on the corner of the <laughs> street or in Walmart. Yeah. But in, in Germany, you don't. it's very rare that like you have these tournaments over there you had them coming over every year like one or two times where it's super expensive and um, my parents never got me a ticket
1: i see yeah now they yeah they do that too now where they come over like twice a year Mm -hmm. and they'll do like a few dates around europe
2: yeah a friend told me he's gonna go on the 10th of february but i'm not around Mm -hmm. but to be honest i don't give too much of a fuck about the
1: how do you know you, uh, you, you might you be able to get back into it now. Good
2: question, yeah. but you know s- you you are still totally into it even with so l- into it. <laughs> okay, but do you think that the actual like the 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 current wrestlers uh-huh. are as good?
1: I think they're better actually because I'll wow. tell you, I think the standards for uh, what a good match is.
2: I'm not talking only about the sport
1: the character as far as I'm, the character i'm talking the about writing. the characters i love yeah. the old
2: school scar- characters so much because they were innovative and very one-dimensional in a very good easy way to understand i love yeah. that fucking irs everybody hates fucking paying taxes makes so much <laughs> sense to have a wrestler who is like an irs dude <laughs> You know, or the yes. fucked up rich guy, you know, yeah, who has yeah, no like... sympathy for the poor. You remember uh, the thing with the black kid with a basketball from from the Million Dollar Man? Yeah,
1: where he kicked the ball and he didn't yeah. have the money. Yeah,
2: favorite, my favorite
1: wrestling moment. <laughs> 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 who were some of the other bad guys? Some of the heels that you you liked? Who, who were the characters that you enjoyed? Let me think. There were some bad ones too, though. Like, do you remember Duke the Dumpster Drosy? Mm. You don't remember? He was the trash man. He just not really worked. worked, It was like I guess it was towards the end over there when you stopped watching. What
2: I saw in Germany, maybe you can't answer that. I looked up in the internet and I didn't find much about it. Uh But a, a, a character I really liked and I only saw him one time in German television was like some sort of a bad, like a mean baseball player. Yes. That that I loved that guy because so, he wrestled so good and I liked his overall gimmick and outfit right. but never saw him again and that I was know like exactly of course 15 years before internet era. Well,
1: he went by two names. He went either by Abe Knuckleball Schwartz, yep, or MVP. Okay. And it was actually the Brooklyn Brawler. I don't know if you remember the Brooklyn Brawler. I do, and I didn't know that. That was him with just a little makeup on, but I think he only wrestled like two or
2: three times. Yeah, and that's the thing. And probably that was the time when I saw it by accident yeah. as a match, and I really yeah. thought, man, that's a cool gimmick.
1: I'd like to point out to you that I immediately know, knew who you Yeah, man, were you're, talking you're... about because I have wasted so much of my brain energy on wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's absurd. Like, I'm, there's so much data being used up it's it's super fun talking
2: to you (laughs) because a lot of people claim that they like wrestling yeah but you can actually prove it and i really adore that this is fucking awesome seriously i could like this is the best thing ever it is so much
1: fun i agree that's why i wanted to do it because i really enjoy wrestling and i feel like there's always been a stigma to being a wrestling fan because everyone's like oh it's fake and it's like
2: of course it's like you know you watch movies those aren't real,
0: quote-unquote. But that it's just thing
2: about, as a kid back then in Germany, yeah. there were, like, different, uh, uh, different uh, stories about if it's fake or not. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, we, I didn't know. If it's it's real or if it's fake. I, of course, later, I like, by the way, off-topic, love the Simpsons episode where the newspapers pops up and it's like a a picture of Homer Simpson with a topic said, local idiot thinks wrestling is real. (laughs) (laughs) I love it so much. (laughs) Okay, just by the way, but... uh, I didn't know as a kid. I did not okay. understand. And probably my parents didn't know either. And they thought it might be real or something. And it's not a good thing to watch for an eight-year-old kid. That's and amazing. American people are very different then. In Germany, it was not a cool thing to do right. back in the time. But And then well, we talked like about it in the school. And then some kid came up with a theory, which I kind of bought back then, that it's not real, except... For the big tournaments, like SummerSlam is real, uh, (laughs) Battle Royale is real, King of the Ring is real, and stuff like that. But, you know, a fucking regular Monday Night Raw isn't real because that's just sport competition. But when it comes to the big stuff where they actually earn money, of course it's real, dude. (laughs) And I still want to believe that till today. Sure, I mean... Prove me wrong! It's more
1: fun that way, I agree
2: right <laughs> uh, so like in in europe I,
1: I don't know if this is true or not but like violence is kind of like a big deal like i feel it's like I, I heard that like here nudity like nobody shows nudity on tv and in germany violence isn't is there like
2: censorship against violence or not so much i mean violence of course because we all had all the american movies yeah but we i guess back in the days we might have been a little bit more careful what to display to kids yeah you know and uh, because, you know, my parents never would have put me in a first row at a wrestling and a WWF wrestling match, like uh, uh, yelling things in a camera, smash him, smash him, <laughs> fire, <laughs> stuff like that, you know, yeah. and and I mean, of course, there were a lot of redneck people going on yeah. back in the days, you know, they didn't care what their kids do or don't, yeah. but my parents did. I wouldn't say it's a good thing because I was obsessed with wrestling. And in the end I still, you know, after a while I got my own television in my room and that was like the golden era of soft porn and wrestling began, right? <laughs> and that's I dude, that's a time I really miss, man.
1: It was a great time.
2: Often it even it's like it, it's it's been on television at the same night and if you were like lucky it was like a Friday night. So you had the whole night drinking Coca Cola and consuming great American products <laughs> and watching good amount of soft porn, because that was totally on r- Are we Are talking television. about the wrestling or some
1: other sort of soft porn? Oh, okay. <laughs> <Lex> Luger, <laughs> first, like, sexy uh, uh, female <laughs> soft porn, and then after that, Lex Luger <laughs> soft porn. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so, like, were your friends, like, did you, like, play around with your friends and, like, Oh, we movement, of course reacted wrestlers? everything. Yeah. Like, would you come up with your own wrestler, like your own gimmick, like your own
2: character? No, no, no. I was always the one-two-three kid, always because I was like super skinny and mm-hmm. and small, you know. Yeah. And the one-two-three kid had this really cool move he always did. That was the small package. Yeah. He, that that he was so good in it, even with wrestlers that were way bigger than him. Yeah. And I I was pretty good in doing it. I could could do a very good small package with you right now, you know. And I was good with the flying drop kick. and uh you know and my friend they were way stronger they could fucking gorilla press me and shit you know and a friend of mine fucking made like a full blown like a completely real pile driver with me on the concrete ones that's like one of the most dangerous moves totally and and like the the teachers and my parents freaked out (laughs) because he just didn't understand and i mean i kind of wanted wanted him to do it So, but it hurt so bad. It, it oh. was awesome, and you know it's very easy to be just become like a cripple, like how you yeah. say, you're gonna and end up in a wheelchair for the rest of your life for performing a pile driver. They actually
1: <laughs> ban that move now in WWE. You can't really do it. Like who did the, it. The the yeah, pile, the
2: did the pile driver? The hit the tombstone.
1: Yeah, right. He's the only one that can do it. They usually don't yeah. allow it. That's fine. So Finishing
2: you know, moves. That that's a very good thing
1: too. What do. were some of your favorite moves? Some of your favorite. Mine is the power bomb. I love the Powerbomb. Huh? I love the power bomb like diesel used to do I love the, the flying man. elbow
2: mm-hmm. Oh yeah off the top rope like yeah. Who rope. did that Macho Man Randy Savage Exactly man. Why <laughs> could we not have have mench- mentioned the Macho Man at this point He I don't know. he of course is next to IRS and the uh, the million dollar man is my fucking favorite What a great dude What is this guy I never understood <laughs> he, understood his character What what is it What what yeah. is he Is that some kind of animal or like a super—he uh, is
1: a macho man.
2: Yeah, but what is so macho about him? Like the, the Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon and Lex Luger were way more macho in a way than well, the he was macho. macho
1: for the '80s, you know, for that time. He had the elegant. He looked robes. like a parrot.
2: You <laughs> were like a like a peacock. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. So, and I, I still till today, I don't know what it is, but it's a great dude
1: you like the match oh hell bandages. yeah don't like, you of course yeah uh, so macho man versus ted dibiase wrestlemania 4 did you see that the wrestlemania tournament? 4 they had the tournament for the world
2: title uh no that was way before my man. dude that's oh really like in i mean yeah it was wrestlemania every year wrestlemania right? 4 was 88 88 yeah that i was six by then i didn't even have a television oh my I god well, we didn't even have like cable television you know uh, back we're then.
1: hanging out now where we can watch WWE Network now I think we should watch Wrestlemania 4 I would love to see it that. is a tournament yeah like King of the Ring for the world title mhm and, and Ted DiBiase is in it Hulk Hogan Andre the Giant Macho Man that's a good people <laughs> they're they're very good people that's very good people. well we should just watch the main event really because it's Macho Man versus Ted DiBiase <laughs> so it's your
2: yeah your two favorite guys that's good don't 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 did you already tell who won no don't I, say I won't spoil okay. it for you there's that's a very good.
1: controversial
2: ending <laughs> and then so maybe we'll watch it and then uh, then we'll, we'll come back I totally remember that they had like videotapes out like commercial videotapes like from WrestleMania 1 to WrestleMania 9 by the time WrestleMania 10 aired in Germany. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to have them so bad. And, and my, my parents even let let me call the hotline where you can order it to... <laughs> to ask them out, kind of, what kind of matches in there? Can you say who won? And the ladies who were like sell, old ladies selling videotapes uh, on the phone. They were like, kid, what do you want? Yeah, I just want to know, can you tell me how much, how many matches of the Macho Man is there? And, and stuff like that, and they were like super annoyed. And my parents, that was a fucked up move because my parents allowed that they call them up uh, yeah. and ask them questions, but I did not get the permission to order it yeah what the fuck parents it was super it was super expensive that's, that's yeah. they're jerks my dad only ordered like an American trash TV video once that was car wars that was like an, like car accidents on tv <laughs> or television <laughs> just off topic i'm sorry no,
0: and i wish is, he had, it was it was g- it was
2: great but i wish he would have adve- invested that money for like a good wrestlemania 8 or wrestlemania 9 video tape like yeah. an original videotape yeah yeah you know That's uh, the thing well we've
1: already spent a lot of time talking about wrestling that time oh we did yeah it just flew by so that was very fun that was fun. Thanks yes. for your. Uh, I guess we should we should quickly mention Mantar, right? Like uh, I kind of just we kind of just went into the <laughs> wrestling talk. You're a you're a two piece. We are we
2: tag team from Germany from yeah. northern Germany. <laughs> you're a tag
1: team. What's your finisher? Like a doomsday device. Uh, we, like we, we next to
2: Manta, do? we're called the Twosome Gruesome. Gruesome Twosome. Gruesome Twosome, right? Yeah. And,
1: uh, your finishing move.
2: The what? finishing move is pretty much uh, I do something pretty lame with the guitar and arrange just leave the stage (laughs) (laughs) and it's good because your drummer looks like a
1: wrestler like he's a pretty he looks like a mentor really you know like uh, you know let's be honest yeah and Uh, he's
2: a little bit older i mean he's been totally in the uh, in wrestling too i guess yeah yeah and uh I mean, yeah, I think we're a good tag team, and we like challenge. Uh, we we accept any challenge from any, any other tag <laughs> team band out in the world. So when you hear that and you want to wrestle Mantar, you're gonna meet us at a parking lot somewhere. <laughs> nice. But by the way, to bring this to an end, mm-hmm. best story from our first U.S. tour ever. Absolutely. Uh, we just did uh, this mar- last year in March. Uh, like Irinch and I were in a very good mood somewhere in Los Angeles I guess mm-hmm. and we wrestled just for fun had a fun <laughs> fight and he broke two of my ribs oh that's he, a great story he How totally did he break your ribs i mean i was trying to climb him and want to want to to choke him from from the back and due to the fact he's all uh, he's uh, uh, bigger than me taller than me i kind of jumped on him and landed with my with my ribs on his shoulder and you really can tell it was like literally Oh. Like two of them were fucked up, broken, and they were making sounds for like weeks. Like when I was uh, breathing, they were, uh, oh my god, yeah, making sounds, and uh, that was great in the beginning of the tour. Breaking two ribs when you have like to sleep on concrete floor, or in half pipes, or outside, or not at all because that's touring in the U.S. Then it's pretty awesome to have two broken ribs. Yeah, really good start to the yeah. – wait,
1: sleeping on half pipes? You slept
2: on a half uh, Yeah, pipe? We, we played uh, a skate park uh, somewhere in Phoenix or somewhere. I don't remember. Yeah. Because I, not that I was drunk. I was, like, high on fever. I got so sick in the desert. Maybe because you had two broken ribs and I, your body
1: was like, you need rest. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't
2: get any rest. I get, But I get a lot of wrestling on the hey, – po-
0: <laughs> All
1: right.
2: <laughs> Uh, you, guys, uh, you guys have
1: a new album coming out pretty soon? That's anyway.
2: true, 15th of April on Nuclear Blast. It's called Ode to the Flame. And pretty much it's a wrestling concept record. Yeah, who is it about? Is
1: it about Dwight the Clown?
2: Uh, no, of course not, man. Why should I wa- waste my energy on that f- asshole? I'm so glad he died, man oh no I'm just kidding I'm exaggerating. well there were
1: there were a few people who played doing the Clown some of them are still out yeah they're still out so uh, (laughs) but let's close out the show by playing a track off of your new album I don't know which track but yeah i'll include it in the des- description after
2: yeah whatever track it's going to be it's wrestling related and it sounds like the best match you ever seen
1: yeah absolutely thank you for uh hanging out and talking about wrestling it thanks for having me i really awesome, enjoyed uh, it man yeah, this thanks is great. thanks
2: thanks a lot and uh let's just keep talking about wrestling the whole night yeah let, let's let's watch some wrestling right now i'm gonna that. have another beer all right thanks a lot <laughs>
1: A killer interview with Hanno from Mantar. And and man, that guy is hilarious. It was awesome talking to him about pro wrestling. It was really, really great to just get a a foreigner's perspective. Like, I never really talked to somebody from Germany about pro wrestling. So that was really cool. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I would love your feedback. Of course, you can tweet me at Rob Injection. Or follow Squared Circle Pit on Facebook. Just search for it. Or we're on Twitter, Squared Circle Pit, without the E in circle and uh, let me know what you thought of this interview or or other guests you'd like. Funny enough, after that interview, we watched some WWE network and we watched the end of WrestleMania four, the final match in the tournament, which was macho man versus Ted DiBiase. And he never saw the match. So he was so hyped on that ending. And it, it was a really, really fun time. Thank you as always for tuning in. I will be back in two weeks with another brand new episode of the squared circle
0: pits.